Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody, I am currently sitting in Israel. I've been here for a few days when you are listening to this podcast. And last week I talked about load managing and I talked about what we needed to do and repentance and focusing on the Lord. And ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, you have to understand that you needed to be determined. You have to have this determination that your life is going to be about knowing everything about Jesus Christ and him crucified. This is the most important thing. So here I am in Jerusalem. We've already come across uh, Rosh Hashanah, 5783. We're now in a new season, uh, a new era, and a brand new age of the heavenly realms. But, but once again, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about the signs, the wonders, the miracles. It's not about you know, getting caught up into the glory realm and, and, and working with angels that you can actually see and all these wonderful things and the transference of the wealth of the wicked and the flipping of the Babylonian uh, economy and creating a brand new kingdom economy and and the grace, the greater grace upon the ecclesia to be everything that God called her to be the bride of Christ is arising. It is time for you to shine like the noonday sun in the midst of all the shaking, the quaking, and everything else that's going on. So I, I am. I, I wanted to. I wanted to bring to you guys some tools that you can use so that you can live victoriously. And uh, last week I talked um, about load managing everything that is coming and how do you how do you load manage everything and and i want to bring another tool to you uh this day about load managing your thought life or I also i want to also call this the anatomy of the thought an anatomy of a thought and how thoughts become things and so how do you manage though your uh thought life and so I, I know that there's some people out there that might be thinking because when I when I share on this in in different communities um, in business communities and and with executives and things I, I I share with people how to load manage and so the best definition I can give to you is a story of load management so it's May twelfth two thousand nineteen and Kawhi Leonard has been acquired from the San Antonio Spurs. And he is now playing for the uh, Toronto Raptors. And the Toronto Raptors devised this sports genius uh, idea. And they, they said that we're gonna load manage the best player in the world. And arguably Kawhi Leonard in the NBA at one point was pound for pound, the best player in, let me put it this way, the best two-way player in the world, at least top three. 
And so they acquired him because of injuries and things. And they, they thought if we could work with this guy, when, when we really need him, he will be able to pay off in spades. So anyway, at 2000, May 12, 2019, there is four seconds left. Uh, Kyle Lowry, number seven, has the ball, and he's the point guard for the Toronto Raptors. And he has the ball at four seconds left. The game is tied. And so it's about to go into overtime unless a miracle happens. So there's four seconds left. And so the whistle blows. Kyle Lowry throws the ball to Kawhi Leonard. He bounces the ball four times, gets over into the corner. He's being chased down by all of these 76ers. That's a tie game. It's a seventh game of, of a seven-game series, and they're tied. Four seconds left. Kawhi Leonard receives the ball. He bounces it four times. He shoots it up in the corner for a three, and it, and it hits the rim once hits the rim twice, hits the rim three times, hits the rim four times and bounces and goes in with no seconds left. And the place goes pandomania. It was incredible. I watched the game live and I was like losing my mind because I'm a Raptors fan. But um, anyway, what is my point about that? They load managed this player called Kawhi Leonard because he was he was hurt and he was they were trying to get him up to perf, a peak performance so they would they would not play him back to back games throughout the whole season and so he, he would play really good and then they would sit him out for a game he would never play back to back games until the finals came and what they did is they load managed their best player. And I want to tell you, you have been underneath uh, some load management. God has been been saving you and he's been he's been rescuing you and he's been taking care of you and he's been keeping you in the midst of the darkness because it's now overtime and we're about to go into game seven and there's just few moments left and he is going to get peak performance out of you guys but here's the deal how do you load manage to handle the big game how do you load manage to handle all the things that are happening all around the world and how do you load manage your thoughts well, I want to talk to you about the metamorphosis of a thought. I want to talk to you about the anatomy of a thought and, and how to manage your thoughts. So um, I'm going to take some excerpts from my book, uh, chapter five, called The Prosperous Soul. And I, and I want to talk to you about how do you load manage all of the thoughts coming in how do you stop the bad ones and how do you um, concentrate on whatsoever is good, pure and holy, anything excellent or praiseworthy? These are the things that we dwell upon. Well, here, let me just give you a scripture here. It, in Proverbs chapter 4, 23, be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. Be careful how you think you can you so you can be careful how you think you just don't have to take everything coming down the trough you can be careful about how you think we are now 
in the most critical moments in human history, the glory of God is about to be poured out like never before and is in the process of it in signs and wonders and miracles and everything. And the enemy will be trying to roar loud and trying to get your attention so that you do not fulfill your purpose. So you need to be careful how you think because ladies and gentlemen, your, your life is shaped by your thoughts. And that's the good news translation. So how do we manage everything that we are coming involved in and, and all the voices and all the noises that are that are coming? And so I just, you know, first of all, I just want to start off by telling you that we are a spirit. We possess a soul and we live in a body. That's really important. So when you got born again, you, your spirit received salvation because of the blood of jesus christ the holy spirit came into your life was able now to come into your life the payment was paid sin was taken care of and that no longer you know the, the god will not destroy your body by inhabiting it uh, 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 and you will receive you know fullness of life and and all of the attributes because of the blood that was paid the 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 sin quotient was solved by the blood and holy spirit came into your life and you became one with the spirit of the living god you are saved to the uttermost you are now seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness this is the true you your spirit is the true you you live in a body and i'm going to get into the body and load managing all, all, of, uh, all of those things. And I'm going to touch on a little bit today, a little, because your body is a transmitter and your body is a receiver. So you do not transmit what your spirit is. You transmit what your soul knows it is. So it's all about your soul prospering and your soul prospers by the washing of the water of the word of God, by the thoughts of God. You are line upon line creating the mind of Christ within your physical DNA by putting in the thoughts of God, by, by rehearsing the promises of God, which are yes and amen. To them that believe so you are a spirit you are living in this physical body your spirit is living in the temple of your body and your also holy spirit is now because you're born again born from above and born of the spirit you are one with the spirit of the living god the holy spirit is also living in your temple you now are one with the same spirit that raised christ from the dead you are now one with the glory of the father and you are now living together inside your body now the central processing uh unit of your life is your soul which is your mind your will and your emotions and i've touched on on this in several different other podcasts but but today i want to go into some um really specifics on how to deal and how to load manage your thoughts and and what is the anatomy of the thoughts and where do thoughts come from because a lot of times your the enemy speaks to you in a first person the enemy speaks to you like it's your thought 
And you need to come to realization that you are being played a lot of the times if you don't know the Word of God. And if you go onto my website, I have four defaults that I live my life by. And if I don't, if, if something is not lining up to these four defaults, I pitch it because they're, it's not my thought. So I am set free in every way from anyone's control. That whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. I'm set free for freedom's sake. And the spirit of life in Christ Jesus set me free from the law of sin and death. So I am a new creation. I am born again. All things are washed away and all things are made brand new. So I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on my worst day. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And, and God has, has painstakingly purchased me back from from being lost and now he has brought us back into communion with the father and becoming one with the spirit of the living god and being upgraded from what adam was into something even greater because whenever god restores he always brings much more we didn't get upgraded back to the same status as adam we got upgraded to adam and then we got back to adam and then we got upgraded now we are descendants of Jesus Christ, who was the firstborn of the many brethren and, and the children of God that would come after. So here we are in this season right now, days into this new age of the glory realm, this new age of the heavenly realms, this new age of, of the outpourings of the Holy Spirit that will be greater than anything we've ever seen that that in in human history the spirit of god the, the veil will be very thin so we're we're in this moment and and the enemy is is not pleased and the enemy is is still going to work through the children of unrighteousness and and there are thoughts that are going to be coming and and how do you handle even all the good stuff that is about to happen how, how do you load manage all of the greatness and all of the goodness as well as all the the demonic activity and and the dark getting darker and the and the deep darkness upon the people how do you handle you know all of that and like i said last week and and make sandwiches and take kids to soccer how do you load manage it all well you kind of got to do what the raptors did with Kawhi. You have to understand where you emphasize and you got a major on the majors and minor on the minors. There's some of the stuff that you've been sweating and there's been battles that you have been fighting that aren't even yours to fight because Jesus already won the battle. Sorry, he won the war. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, here's, a, here's another hack on, on life. Because you are born again and the true you, your spirit, is seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness because you are now in Christ Jesus and because you have become one with the spirit of the living God. You wake up every day and because the, you wake up every day in victory because God himself in Colossians chapter 2 verse 11 through 15 speaks of how that Jesus defeated the enemy on the cross he, and he stripped him of all of his authority when he went down to... to into into hades and took back the keys of death hell and the grave 
and he was resurrected unto newness of life. And I've taught you guys, if you've paid attention and you can go back over and listen to the other podcasts, but I taught you about some photos. So when he was on the cross, you were on the cross. When he was in the grave, you were in the grave. When he resurrected from, from, from uh, death and resurrected into newness of life, you were resurrected as well. When he ascended and sat down, you were ascended and sat down. It's the Greek word, sumphotos, united together through the whole process. So when you wake up every day, this is part of load managing your thoughts, is that when you step into the day, the enemy is always trying to steal, kill, and destroy. When you step into your day, you need to understand, when you step and, and into the day and there's a problem or, or an opposition or an accusation or a temptation or, or uh, a money problem or th this or that and the other thing, a million different other things that could happen because sufficient is the evil of the day that, that we're walking into. There's darkness all around. There, there, there's deep darkness on the people. So there, there are problems that want to overwhelm you, but you need to understand Every problem that you are not facing, <laughs> and you, you remember some of the other podcasts, that we don't face our problems, we use them, right? So every problem that is presenting itself is not to delay us, deny us, control us, contain us, or define us. These things that are presenting themselves clothed in what looks like a battle and an opposition is nothing more than an opportunity and an invitation from God to increase your level of authority within that sphere of influence. So when there's a money problem, when there's too much month for not enough money and you got to pay bills, you step into that situation and you say, Father God, I receive the authority to prosper, that you've given me the power to obtain wealth, that I might establish the covenant in the land, that I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread. I step into this day, Lord God, and I receive the authority and the power to more than conquer, but Father God, to grow up greater than the issue, than the problem that is being presented to me today. Problems are to be used because of the greater grace made available because of them. Problems are not to be solved. They will be solved, but serendipitously as you use them to be increased in authority. Amen. So, that's one, one way that you control your situation and load manage what is happening in your mind. Because I've been there, ladies and gentlemen. I've, I've, I've had the dark nights of the soul where I, I, I am like overwhelmed by what is happening. And, and you, you, you catch yourself, even like Paul the Apostles. He says, the things I want to do, I don't do. But the things I don't want to do, I find myself can do, continually doing them. And, I, and then he says, ah, oh, this wretched flesh, who will deliver me? And I've always said this, I, like, Paul, you're the one who got knocked off your ass and onto your butt. You're the one that saw Jesus with your own naked eye. He's the one that converted you to him. He's the one that rescued you. You know it's Jesus, Paul. But I'm telling you, there are 
times in your life when you're overwhelmed by all the circumstances. And that's why I'm coming to you today that you must understand like Paul came to the conclusion, it's but by the spirit, like a few verses later, he says, ah, this wretched flesh, who will deliver me? And then he gets this epiphany again. Ah, but by the spirit do I put the death, the deeds of the body. Load managing your thoughts really helps when you have a intimate relationship with Holy Spirit and you are allowing him to well up within you and mantle you and quicken you and fortify you and 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 flow forth from you and displace the works of the evil one and let the rivers of living water flood out of you and and in in the rivers of living water there's the, there's wisdom and knowledge and understanding and counsel and might and the spirit of the fear of the lord will come out of you when you spend time with him and let him effervesce and come out of you and let the essence the weightiness of god come into your life. This is how you load manage. But there are times when you are overwhelmed and you don't know what to do. You got to get back to the basis. You got to get back to uh, understanding how to load manage your thoughts. Because they're so, they're coming. They, they just, they just uh, overwhelmed at times. The enemy is, comes in like a flood. And that this allows Holy Spirit to rise up in the midst of you, greater than the opposition. But you need to know that when the enemy comes in like that, there's a greater grace waiting to be called because, because problems must produce a payday. It's another way that you handle this. You have to understand that the dark night of the soul and all these things that are trying to dissuade you and get your attention and induce fear into you, they are nothing more than a facade of fear is false evidence about reality. These things are nothing more than trying to catch you unawares and trying to overwhelm you so that you do not fulfill purpose and worship the Lord and release and create something brand new in the midst of the unknown places around the world. There is a greater grace waiting to come out of that situation. Why? Because problems produce powerful paydays. You got to know that. You got to spend time in the presence. Get back to focusing on Jesus. If you behold the Lamb, you're not going to be beholding your problems. So how do I manage my thoughts? How do I load manage the thoughts? And I also want to um, share with you a little bit about the metamorphosis of a thought. Hopefully I, I have time to do that. But we are living in such exciting moments. So uh, when Jesus, just before Jesus, so I'm just going to, move move on here because I, I really want to get this into your repertoire and I want to get this tool into your life so Jesus on the way to the cross he first starts in Gethsemane where the process begins where he's praying to the Lord and, and the and he's saying to the Lord is it possible that this cup pass from me and he says nevertheless not my will but thy will be done okay so Jesus begins the process right there as he's going to the cross and he will bleed seven different times, bleeding seven different times for your perfect redemption. He bleeds 
drop great drops of blood in garden in the garden of Gethsemane. He he's whipped and he's beaten and he's punched in the face and his beard is ripped out and he's bleeding in different other places. But the the one I want to bring attention to uh, today is the uh, of the seven places where Jesus bled for your perfect redemption. Uh, I want to I want to share with you about the fourth place. In the fourth place where God purchased your perfect redemption was when the enemy wove together a crown of thorns for his head. And here's the the scripture verse in Matthew chapter 27, verses 27 through 31. It says, Then the soldiers of, of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him, and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe uh, on him when they twisted a crown of thorns they put it on his head and an, and a reed in his right hand and they bowed the knee before him and mocked him saying hail king of the jews then they spat on him and took the reed and st struck him on the head and when they had mocked him they took the robe off off of him and put his own clothes on him and led him away to be crucified this is where Jesus paid for your mind. This is where Jesus paid for your thoughts. This is where Jesus paid for every thought coming from the enemy. This is where Jesus paid so that his mind could be your mind and in your mind. The, the soldiers, ladies and gentlemen, the soldiers could have just placed a normal king's crown on Jesus. They, the Romans, the, the centurions, representing the the actual enemy of Israel at this moment had just bloodied up a beautiful purple robe so why would why wouldn't they just take a crown and put it on his head they could have mocked him the same way why because god had pur a purposeful act he wanted to show us that jesus bled for the protection of our souls the enemy is always trying to weave a story and pierce our minds with a message. The enemy of our soul is always trying to distribute to us a destiny that is contrary to our calling, election, purpose, or the dream of God for our life. I mentioned earlier that they, the word uh, in an earlier podcast, I talked about how demon came from the Greek word de, um, deo, which means to distribute destinies. So a, a, a demon's number one assignment is to distribute to us a destiny that is in agreement with hereditary curses, fam, family failures, cultural deficiencies, past failures, and all contrary to God's purpose for our life. He does this by using words to pierce our minds to gain access to our life. So when you got born again, your spirit is saved unto the uttermost. Your soul is being saved. Your soul is being transformed. Your spirit has been reformed. Now, for you to live successful here on this earth, you need a transformed mind, which gives you a fortified uh, will and trained feelings. Now, how do you get a prosperous soul? How do you handle all the thoughts? How do you load manage everything that's going on in your central processing unit called your mind, your will, and your emotion called your soul? How do you do this? God, God is giving us 
uh, abilities. He paid the price for our minds by having his mind pierced. His brain was pierced. His head was pierced with the crown of thorns. The enemy is always trying to pierce your mind with thoughts. And he wants to create a beachhead of fear. He wants to create a beachhead of addictions. He wants to create and release and, and, and do things so you get endorphins that are released into your body. And then that becomes a drug itself. Like, like when, when guys would go to strip clubs and all this kind of thing. He's trying to get strongholds in your life. And he's always trying to pierce. And I want to say, you can plead the blood of Jesus Christ because he paid the price for your mind. So you plead the blood of Jesus Christ, take authority over those thoughts that are trying to pierce your mind and take place in and take a place of a stronghold in your life. Another scripture that I use uh, in life to load manage my thought life is and, and have a prosperous soul is 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So it's all about your soul prospering. Your spirit has already prospered. You're already reformed in your spirit. Now you must transform your soul. How do you do that? By the washing of the water of the word of God. When you wash your mind with the word of God, you fortify your will and you train your feelings. You're not just given to knee-jerk reactions to what the enemy is doing or what people are trying to do to you. So um, I want to get right into right now the anatomy of a thought process. So in Colossians chapter 2 verse 8, it says, Beware lest anyone cheat you, which is plunder or take captive uh, through philosophy and empty deceit according um, according to traditions of men, according to the basic principles of of the world and not according to Christ. We must have God thoughts and we must put on the mind of Christ and we cannot just receive or believe any old thought coming down the information highway if we are going to achieve God's best for our lives and, and fulfill his dream that he gave for us to live here on the planet, which includes uh, all kinds of wonderful um, salvations and harvests of finances and buildings and lands and, and all the wonderful things that make up your dream. The truth is that thoughts are powerful and because of that we need to take care of how we use them. I would like to take the next few, few moments to lead you through the process of a thought, the metamorphosis of a thought or the anatomy of a thought. So the thought process goes like this. Um, let me just start here. Um, how many thoughts have become revolutionary and caused men and women to lay down their lives? Well, other words are just inconsequential. The thought process is as follows. And it, it's interesting how you know, the, the words of Jesus are living for thousands of years and, and, and the words of Plato and Socrates and, and all these philo Greek philosophers, their, their words have been around for, you know, hundreds and, 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 and uh, I would say 
about, oh Lord, thousands of years, yeah. So what makes these words so powerful, in other words, in, you know, really inconsequential? Well, here's, here's how thought process works. It, it's conceive, perceive, believe, receive, and achieve. So the, the, the concept stage is the, the conceiving stage. The concept stage begins with, with a word, then words. This is where we are being influenced passively or intention with intentionality by words from an outside source within the environments we find ourselves within. Even the word, Jesus Christ himself, when he came into the world, he was conceived by an outside source. And you find this in Luke chapter 1, verses 28 through 38. And I'm not going to read all that. But I'll just, I'll just read you a bit of it. But you can go back and study that if you want. And an angel shows up and he says, Mary, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. And then at the end of, of that whole dissertation, she says, let it be according to your word let it be to me according to your word and so mary even with jesus and it, with the, the the whole thought process going on that it began with the the word became flesh but it was conceived so a thought even even at this point you have to understand jesus came by a word the Holy Spirit hovered over Mary like he hovered over chaos. And he's hovering over your chaos. And he's waiting for somebody to speak a word and impregnate something. There's thoughts that are trying to impregnate you. And you need to be the one with your thoughts that are being renewed by the washing of the water of the word. And as you listen to these podcasts and other prophetic preaches, that you are be beginning to be the one that is impregnating the world with the word of God and the thoughts from heaven. Ah, I've run out of time. But I'm going to start off here and I'm going to go over it a little bit more. But I... I Understand that the thought process is is as it, as it is right now. We're going to get into a little a lot deeper into this. It's conceive, perceive, believe, receive, and achieve. How a thought becomes a thing. There's a, a metamorphosis of how a thought becomes a thing, and because be careful how you how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. And so how do we load manage everything? We got to create a template in our minds where we are, we are conditioned ourselves to know that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit is ready and willing and able to raise up a greater standard. Where there's much sin, there's greater grace. That every dark night of the soul every opposition, every dark moment is nothing more than a backdrop to show forth the brilliance of God, that you are uh, the salt and the light of the world. You need to know every day you wake up in victory. You need to understand your battles are not to define you, delay you, or deny you. Your battles are nothing more than an invitation for you to grow in authority and power within that sphere of influence that you find yourself in. 
and and then finally you need you need to understand that um, you have been purchased under threat that's what redemption is and so that you can use the blood of Jesus Christ and you can come against these thoughts that are trying to creep into your life these thoughts that are not yours these thoughts that are that are uh, speaking about your past that are, that is passed away you can take authority over these thoughts in the mighty name of Jesus and command them to come down take care of these seed thoughts before they can have conception so next week we're going to take off from there and bless you uh pray for me as I'm over here doing ministry for two weeks in Israel. Um, I'll give you some reports of it um, in the next several weeks, but love you all. Um, take authority over your life by taking authority over your thoughts. It's time for you to dream again, believe again. And I'm your dream coach, Barry Miracle, signing off till next week. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.